Blog Talk Radio. During the pandemic, my lifestyle drastically changed. My income came to a screeching halt. You have to understand, I'm a hustler. I'm a legit entrepreneur. I sell things. I come in contact with people all the time. I have to stay safe. I didn't have a choice but to trust the vaccine. And if you live the type of lifestyle that I live, you out here in these streets and you hustling, an entrepreneur like me, why not do it safely? So I want everybody to take this seriously. Take a shot at staying healthy. Get the vaccine. Do you love the outdoors? Do you want to help make a difference for the planet? Then get involved in Collectively Rewilding. Collectively Rewilding is a movement to restore degraded ecosystems and reinvigorate sustainable traditions almost lost by working together. It's based on the idea that we can achieve more by working together than we can by working alone. Sharing the skill sets we have built over the years with each other and providing the community support we all need when there is so much work to be done in finding a sustainable future. To join our community here in Collectively Rewilding, go to www.collectivelyrewilding.com. Let's bring nature back into our lives in a community built for the wild in all of us. Looking for something different? Looking for something fun? Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 10.30 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern, for Common Sense with the educated redneck, Dan Ellison. The show about everything and nothing at all. Delivering the truth and exposing the lies. Join Russ and myself every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time while we deliver the truth about what's really going on in the world. You don't want to miss our shows. See you then. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific time, for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio. Hello to all you filth bags and something duckers that are looking for employment. We are hiring 87,000 new IRS agents. Are you able to knock on doors and demand to see people's tax returns? We need people who are willing to handle firearms. You need to be the government's new army. Your job will consist of number not grades of people who work as waitresses and did not report all their cash tips. Or maybe they had a yard sale and did not report income. You might need to shoot someone dead who is refusing to cooperate. 
Or you may have to deal with some childrens. That part is for me. You might need to enforce your will on people by any means necessary to force those 99% dolts and nincompoops to give over all their property to the 1%. If they say they voted for Trump, you kick them in the kumquats. Look, almost 75 million Americans voted for Trump. Another 12 million voted for other candidates. There is another 40 million that voted for Brandon and said something mean about him on Spybook. We need to teach those political enemies that we mean business as we turn America into a third world hellhole for all. If you vote Democrat we will be coming for you eventually, but for now we are starting our training and first order of work with bringing those right and center wing extremists to those FEMA camps that they do not exist. So he wants to work for the IRS. Just go to their website and then we will put you in basic training. Once you prove to us you can handle a firearm and threaten Trump supporters hardcore enough, we will place you on those mean streets and help us confiscate property on all those fuss budgets that did not complete a perfect error-free annual taxation form. Good luck to all you applicants. And good luck all you adults and something that cares who will let us get away with it. Hello everyone. I am Broccoli Man. At night I fight for organic GMO free food. During the day I fight crime against child trafficking. Please watch my story on rumble.com. Just look up Broccoli Man and you can see my regular run-ins and follies with G-Lobalist, the wiretap, the millennials, and everyone else I run into. I fight communists and very pro-free speech. Just check me out. Broccoli Man. On rumble.com. Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative show, here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Welcome to the Proof Negative radio show, right here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to another great night here on Freedomizer Radio. Of course, I'm your host, Proof Negative, the big kahuna here on Freedomizer. I want to thank everybody so much for finding us today. Today is Wednesday, which means we'll have Joanne Moretti joining us here momentarily. If you have anything you want to share tonight, the number here is 319-527-6208. Press lucky number one on your phone. I will make it a point to bring you into tonight's conversation. So with that, let's bring Joanne in here. Hey, everybody. Good evening, How are you doing, Proof? No, I'm adequate here. What about you? Oh, I'm doing all right. I'm feeling a lot better. So, yeah, I fractured a vertebrae in my back. I told you that last week. And I've been yeah. really dragging it. But tonight I seem to feel a little bit better, so see the healing or I've just gotten used to it. So, how was your week? Anything good going on? Um, well, it sounds like my my, uh, my dog is not having a good time with my wife. <laughs> Sorry if you heard that. Oh, that's all right. You didn't think you got a straight note? No. I'll let that handle it. All right. Hey, I'm really flipped out tonight. You know, I'm originally from Boston. I live in Florida now. I've been here for a while. But my roots are in Boston. My family's in Boston. You wouldn't believe what these... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every now and then I go back there to tune up my accent and see everybody. But um, the Boston mayor, Mayor Michelle Wu, is holding a no-white Christmas party for the city's elected of color. So they're having a, a no-white-people-invited party. And now people, now she's facing backlash, of course. So she says a rather significant miscommunication occurred when an aide mistakenly sent an invitation for the Boston Mayor's holiday party intended specifically for electeds of color to all Boston City Council members. So then it says, shortly thereafter, Denise Dos Santos, that's the mayor's director of city council relations, and supposedly the aide that is responsible for this, quickly sent out a subsequent email to address the error. Where do you hear this? It says, in her follow-up message, Dos Santos said, I want to apologize for my previous email regarding the holiday party for tomorrow. The invitation was not meant to be sent to the white members of the council. So the white people weren't even supposed to know about it. They weren't invited. She sent out an email to everybody in regards to this holiday party that the mayor's throwing. And then it was like, oops, sorry about that, white people. You can't go. Aren't we supposed to be mending race relationships? What is this? That's what I thought. So so now you're going to apologize for not even telling you about yeah, sorry we had to tell you about this meeting. This this no whites allowed meeting was supposed to be in private. Our bad. Yeah, yeah, you weren't even supposed to know about it. How does you that know, make it better? Right. She didn't even say I'm sorry. She just, you know, oh, we shouldn't be having a, a segregated holiday parties. 
You know, they're all on the same city council, Boston. It's the mayor of all the people. They're all representatives of all the people. So, except the white people? No white people can go to the party. That brings up the question then. So, uh, are these people going to get, going to get reelected after, after doing stuff like this? Yeah, they're all Democrats. Of course they're going to get reelected. You'd be hard-pressed to find a Republican up there. I've read a bunch yes. of different articles saying that the Jewish community is finally starting to wake up and consider voting Democrat or consider voting Republican because they realize that if they vote Democrat and they support the Democrats support Hamas, they're screwed. I mean, the Democrats are really showing their true colors. These are not the Democrats that we once knew. I don't know where those ones went. But unless they were always like that and we didn't really realize it. But something very bad happened in that Democrat Party. You know, when they're they're condoning rape and torture and, and murdering of babies and breaking things and setting things on fire and, and, you know, splashing paint and toppling things. I don't know. You know, and, and up in Boston, that's all Democrats up there. So, and, and most of the cities that are having these problems, it's all Democrats. This is Dem on Dem crime. You know, that all the crime that's going on, it's being perpetrated against Democrats. You know, these criminals aren't saying, oh, are you Republican or Democrat? Let me rob your store. No, they're all Democrats up there. They're robbing each other. And they're beating each other up. And they're segregating themselves, obviously. And this is a city council. This is not like a private club that can hold whatever party they want. This is the Boston City Council and the Boston Mayor. You know, what if they said, oh, we're having a white people-only party? Sorry, you black people got an email you weren't supposed to. And sorry, you Asian people got an email. We're only having Hispanics at our party, so the rest of you know. No white people, no black people, no no Spanish people, no Middle Easterns. We're having them. This is crazy. That's very, very, very sad. They've regressed. You know, Boston is a really nice city, but this kind of politics has no place there. I don't know, even I'm just flabbergasted at it. And I'm flabbergasted that the people in Boston would put up with that. Wow. So, that happened. Yeah, I I, I saw that. And uh, I'm just trying to understand how all of a sudden it's perfectly acceptable to do stuff like this. But if you wanted to hold a a straight people event only, oh yeah, you're, you're, you might get taken down to the, to your local downtown and, and, uh, and get publicly flogged. Like they do in Singapore. Yeah. It's not okay to do it to any group. Not okay at all. 
you you know, we always say, well, what if you did this to this one and to that one? It's not okay to do it to anybody. You want to segregate people like that. Here we are working our whole lives to make race relations better and to, and to you know, carry on with our country and reassure each other that we're all Americans and we're in it together. And then stuff like this comes up. Those are the racists. Yes. And, uh, and, and, uh, and there, it's always Democrats that do this. That, that's hilarious. Yeah. That is straight-out blatant racism and being held by public officials, probably using public funds. The white people aren't public, not part of the public anymore? No. You know, they don't have white taxes. And I wonder how many white people on city council said this was perfectly okay. Hang on, there's somebody at my door. i got to go check that real quick. Uh, go okay. ahead, Joanne. I'll be Look, right there. But you know, but he's right. How many how many white people on that city council said that was wrong? How many black people on that city council said that this was okay? Or Asian people on that city council? Or Middle Eastern? Or Hispanic? Or any other variation of color or group of color or a mix of colors? I mean, the mayor is Chinese, Michelle Wu. So why is this acceptable? To exclude people on the basis of their race, couldn't we say, okay, this, uh, no no Spanish people can come to the party. So if you work in the Boston City Council and you're Spanish, don't bother coming. You can't come. Exactly. You know, everybody would flip out about that. Same thing with black people. Oh, you're black. You can't come to the party. That's just, and what, is, and what is Boston going to do about it? What is the rest of the country going to do about it? Because if it can happen in Boston, it can happen anywhere. You know, we should all have an opinion about that. You know, these little well, pockets. Well, makes you wonder, they, though, how, how this racism stuff happened in the first place. Yeah, well, that, this could, that could snowball. And probably already has. You know, we got to nip that in the bud. Even if it's only one little city, make it stop right there before it spreads to other places. Or make an example out of it, because if it has already spread to other places, they'll knock it off. But that is just unacceptable. And anybody who thought it was a good idea is also unacceptable. I don't care what color you are. You're black, you think this is all right? You're unacceptable. You're Asian, Spanish, Native American, whatever you are. You think this is okay? Then I got no use for you either. It's not okay. And then to say, oh, I'm sorry you got the email. Not I'm sorry you weren't invited. Not I'm sorry I made a mistake. I'm sorry I was so divisive. I'm sorry that this was even an idea and then it was accepted by so many people, collective idiots. Whose idea was it, and why did everybody else go along with it? The ones that went along with it are just as guilty. Wow, who invited all the white people? (laughs) Amazing. This is 
2023, almost 2024, in the United States of America, in the hub where it all started, don't they remember the words, all men created equal, and we were supposed to try to live up to that? It took generations to live up to that. People died for that. Yeah, all that changed when Barry Sapporo and Michael Robinson Obama, who's a nice lady, when they got into office, then it's like that changed. Yeah, and now they want to go back to it. What's next? Separate water fountains? Do they even have water fountains anymore? I haven't seen a water fountain in a long time. Yeah, everything's racist because the Democrats are making it racist. They're the racists. You know... Now I don't want to go to their party. <laughs> Couldn't pay the only way I'd go party. if I had like 12 or 15 white friends that went with me and let them say something. You go in unison. Yeah, they probably have all the cops at the door. No, you can't come in here. Love to get that on video. Boy, wouldn't that be, make really good footage. But speaking of Barry Satoro and Big Mike, did you hear about their new movie that, that they have on Netflix? I was hearing something about that. I want to talk about them, too, because um, something with the Secret Service and the boat with that Tafari Campbell, too. Right. But, no, I, I heard something about their movie, and I heard something about resources and don't give them to the white people or something. Tell me about that. Uh, well, I know a little bit more. I'm not a subject matter expert on it, but I know that they were talking in the movie about how you don't trust white people. Yeah. Was that necessary to put into their movie? I don't know. I think yeah. it's to create a, a mix-up in race relations again. Yeah, of course. It's always to, to drive a wedge between us. Because God forbid we all get along. Then... That makes them unnecessary and irrelevant. Unreal. Um, the Secret Service, when they went to try to rescue Tafari Campbell, their yeah. boats were inoperable. I saw that. Yeah, how convenient, huh? You know, and, and nobody's making a big deal out of that. They had to use the groundskeeper's boat. One of the... the Girl, her name is Miss Taylor. I don't know who. So Ms. that Taylor was probably is, just I... enough time to make sure that they can get away with what they needed to get away with. Right. Yeah, and make sure the divers were not in the area. But they, um, yeah, they ended up using the groundkeeper's boat, but the motor would not go down. You know how they lift the motor when when the boat's idle, and you put the motor down. Right, in the and, water and you and could then... say, okay, if it was one boat, then. There, there could be an issue, but when it's multiple boats having that same issue, uh, then, yeah. then it starts getting fishy. Yeah, then it was two boats. Yes. And also, oh, first they said Obama wasn't there. Then they confessed to him being there. Now this article states that he was on the shoreline, and he was asking the witness questions, and Tafari hadn't even been questioned yet, and who was he? Jafari hadn't even been located yet. And who is he to question witnesses? Well, because he's Barry Sotaro, he can uh, he can act however he wants? Yeah, well, 
I mean, the Secret Service was there. Who's he? To, who is he to question witnesses? You know, when something like that happens, you got to stay far away from that if you're an ex-president, if you really had nothing to do with it. But when you're out there, why? What did you see? Uh, tell him you saw this or tell me, you know, you don't get to the witnesses first. My goodness, what these Secret Service people get to see. I can't even imagine being in that job. I mean, it might have been okay when Trump was there. But now that yeah. it's weaponized, then it's at the point where where you have uh, people questioning Hunter, uh, and then Brandon is, is willing to arrest anybody that, that, wants to, uh, that wants to arrest his son. Uh, I didn't realize that's how it worked. Well, he's good at that. Remember, they got rid of the prosecutor over there in Ukraine. Yeah. You know, so he's good at making people go. They arrested them because they were Trump supporters January 6th. You know, what insurrection ever had tour guides? But, you know, we got people sitting in jail. Right, and as, as there's evidence come, coming out that says that, that this was a setup, uh, they're, they're still trying to go after people to this day. Yeah, and, they, and it's been proven almost daily that it was a setup. There was even more information about it today. The, um, the Supreme Court is looking into the privilege communications and they're looking into the reason they, they're using some obscure thing to keep these people in jail none of them are charged with insurrection trespassing yes insurrection no you know some of them have damage of property trespassing when you're waved in and say and they say come on in that's trespassing and they show you around and they, they guide you room to room they hire tour guides for the insurrection. Yeah, and then, and they won't even tell you how many feds were in the audience. Probably most of the people. Probably most of those people you see walking around. And especially the ones with the Trump hats on backwards. Antifa said they were going to do that. They were going to dress in Trump gear, and they would be able to tell each other by wearing the hats backwards. And I know that it was all over the place. Don't wear your hat backwards. So, I mean, that's a giveaway. And then, you know, walking around the Capitol, not using the National Guard. The Capitol police captain, he quit and then he died. That's true. Yeah, he uh, he quit, he told the truth, and then he died a couple weeks later. Right. How convenient. Yeah, very convenient, isn't it? So, these poor January 6th people, you know, they were scammed. Now, I wouldn't visit the Capitol. When I went up to Maryland to see my son, I didn't go anywhere near D.C. Not me. Hmm. 
you know, but anybody who even landed it at Baltimore, Washington, or Dulles that day or around that time, they were checked. You know, if you had business in D.C., you were checked whether or not you were at the Trump rally. Just arriving and then in that if, city. if they couldn't get you with uh, with the airplane, then they would try and get you through your cell phone. Or if you had Skank of America, they willingly participated in giving your yeah, information. Yeah, funny how I they can find you through your cell phone. Huh? Why would people yeah. use Skank of America after that? I know, right? You know, they're nothing but rat bastards. But still, they can they can ping your cell phone. And get your exact location, where you were on a specific date and time, where that phone was at least, on a specific date and time. And they have cameras all over that city, traffic cameras, doorbell cameras, the cameras on buildings, surveillance cameras, satellite cameras. And they can't find who left the pipe bombs. No, and they don't they have any evidence showing what Ray Epps did either. Yeah, oh no, Ray Epps isn't going away. He's, he's a ringleader for the Fed's erection. Right. But that means, though, that they can't use Ray Epps ever again for anything, right? Oh, yeah, they can. Sure, they'll just, you know, make him grow a beard, color his hair. Mm-hmm. Lots of things they can do. They're always in disguise. They can't use him as a ringleader, but he can do background stuff. And if you see him on camera, you're not really sure it's him. Right, exactly. Yeah. But you, you've seen you've seen them before, some of them. You know, some of, some of the faces in the crowds, you can recognize them from seeing them in crowds and other events and stuff. And they you know, they always give themselves away. <clears throat> but stupid people fell for it too. Although yeah. you know, if you're getting shoved from behind and people were being shoved from behind into the building. But other people you see them on camera, they you know, they the door is opened and they look in and they one guy walked away, he said, I ain't going in. He went to jail anyhow. But he yeah. looked inside and he said, no, I ain't going in. And he turned around and went back down the stairs. And they busted him. But other people, you know, they were curious. And seeing that there were so many people and the cops were there holding the door open, you didn't think anything was wrong. And then all of a sudden they said, oh, that area was restricted. No, it wasn't. It was declared oh, Alex restricted. Jones even had a permit for it that was paid for before he got there. Right. Yeah, it was restricted after the fact because people had permits. So, the, you know, and we're allowing it. People see it, but we don't know how to organize. We don't know how to stick together. We don't know how to speak in one voice. You know, even the kids that closed down I-10, at least they know how to stick together. They got their butts kicked today. You see that out in California? Oh, that was hilarious on the I-110. That's a busy yeah. freeway during rush hour traffic, and those people stood in the middle of the freeway, and uh, they're, they're protesting against Israel. Yeah, and I don't know if they thought they were going to win hearts and minds, but 
most of them on a trip to the hospital. So how do people think they're going to win like that, or, or, or that people are going to be anti-Israel because a, a few hundred people decide to go stand in the freeway? Right. Yeah, a hundred of them got arrested, but it wasn't until after they started getting launched by the other motorists. The cops stood right. by and let them close down that highway, but when people were fed up and had enough, and they started getting out of those cars and trucks, I literally saw one guy pick up one of the protesters, some skinny kid with a man bun, picked him up and flung him on the hood of a car. What? Yeah, he ended up on the hood of a car. And then some other chick was trying to stop a man from dragging a guy that was sitting down, and she got launched. So it was it was about to be a complete melee. You know what what I noticed though on the two videos that I watched, it was only just white people that were protesting. Mm-hmm. So you got you got uh, just white people protesting this, and uh, it's not Mexicans or or blacks or anyone else, just white liberals. Yeah, well, Mexicans and blacks and other nationalities are smart enough not to go play in traffic. You know, who wants, who wants to be the first one out there to stop the traffic? Right. There was a couple of protesters. Really, the, they, they really think they're going to, to get the United States to, to be uh, officially Israel haters. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to win everybody over to their side. You know, like I said, the Jews were minding their business when they were attacked. They were already in a ceasefire when that happened. And the people in Gaza, they weren't asking for uh, to be hit. No. Some of them, though, after the attack, while the gate was open, went in and took some hostages, too. Civilians mm-hmm. did that. You know, that they probably figured they'd be worth money. Look at look how much money Israel pays for those hostages. Now they're not paying anything. They're going in and getting them. And everybody's yelling for a ceasefire. You know, why weren't they yelling for a ceasefire? You know, they're still getting things lobbed at them. The Houthis are firing rockets, and the Hezbollah is firing rockets at them. It's not just Hamas. Yeah. You know, everybody's calling for a ceasefire. Would they all, well, all these countries that are calling for a ceasefire, would they put up with what happened to Israel? Would they allow that in their own country? If so, they should be voted, uh, booted out of office, too. Joe Biden should be booted out of office just for what he's allowing on that border. You know, well, we're up around 30 million people now. Say that again, I'm sorry. They finally uh, adopted the uh, impeachment inquiry today. Yeah. That means they're going to look into it. Um, what's the guy who's running it there, the, the congressman now? I have his name on the tip of my tongue. Connor? Whatever his name. No, not Johnson. The, the one that's running this inquiry probe. The guy with the white hair. Oh, James Palmer? Palmer. That's it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I just drew a blank there. Um, oh, yeah, he posted a whole bunch of stuff because Hunter Biden said that they had nothing. 
And he said that he, Hunter Biden said that he didn't have to appear for that subpoena because there was no official vote on an inquiry. Well, I don't know who he, he thinks he is, but now Jim Jordan's going to refile the subpoena. And if he yeah. doesn't show up, he's going to take legal action. So they still gave him what he wanted. Meanwhile, Trump's kids sat for like seven depositions and for hours on end, all of them, Donald Jr., Eric, Ivanka, Jared, they all sat through those subpoenaed inquiries. But why doesn't Hunter Biden have to? Because he's Hunter Biden. And what right. was the brand? You know, Hunter Biden said my father had no financial connection to my business. So that means he wasn't paid. Because he first he said that he knew nothing about it. And then there's pictures all over the place of him and there's testimony about him having phone calls. And, you know, all these business partners are all around and China's around. And, you know, Hunter's threatening China and saying, my father's sitting right here with me. So they couldn't say he didn't have any knowledge of it. So now they're they're being very specific with their words. The story keeps changing. And last week, Hunter Biden was blaming Marjorie Taylor Greene for all his bad behavior. He's blaming anybody he can at this point. He's hoping something will stick. It's everybody's fault but his own. Yeah, well, the kids are derelict. His father had him running around the world shaking down countries for bribes. He was at his worst point, you know, addicted to drugs, had a serious sex addiction, blowing money on everything. So, you know, his father used him. His father used him as a bag man. You know, Joe couldn't go around and talk to all these people, so he had the kid and his brother and his brother's wife do it. The brother's wife, she's up to where he is in it, too. Jim's wife. And... They're just, uh, you know, what were they selling? They were selling Joe. They were selling influence. You know, you need something done. Joe's the guy to get it done for a price. Oh, you want that prosecutor fired? That's going to cost you. Oh, you want us to stop making solar panels and have them all made in China and give all these big contracts to China? Well, that's going to cost you. Oh, you want to run your oil? You know, you want to sell all your oil on the open market and the United States is is putting you out of business. Well, that'll cost you, but, um, you know, we'll shut down oil in the United States and we'll shut down gas and fracking for a price. And then now Burisma's doing great and China's doing great and the Saudis are doing awesome. You know, the Venezuelan are pumping like crazy. Iran's not doing too bad with their oil, selling it on the open market because they lifted all those sanctions and gave them billions of dollars. You know, but John Kerry's over there schmoozing with the Iranians all the time, and they want that deal back. There's money coming left and right. They're just laundering it through shell companies. You know, a company goes into business, it gets one check, and then it goes out of business. And the banks noticed, and they filed the reports, but the Department of Justice ignored them because Joe Biden 
was the vice president at that point, and he was a powerful senator. And Obama had to know about it. If he didn't know about it, then the whole entire intel community and banking community and every one of his advisors sucked. This is all going on under his nose, and nobody told the boss. That's hard to believe. But even if you do believe it, and you love Obama, look at Joe Biden did to him. Joe Biden was doing all of this under his nose. And it's all going to lead back to him. He was the boss. The first black president in the United States. And this guy, Joe Biden, is going to sully his reputation. So at least the Obama lovers should be mad at that. Even if you think Obama had nothing to do with it, which is absolutely impossible. Right. You got the CIA, the FBI, the um, Securities and Exchange Commission. You got all these advisors and all these cabinet members, and you have a chief of staff, and you have Valerie Jarrett, and everybody knew. All the other senators knew, and some of them were participating. That's why they're not ratting on Joe, because they're doing the same thing. Look at this money spigot over there in Ukraine. We're not winning that war for them or with them. Not losing it either, but not winning it. You know, just oh, enough I, to I keep think the speaking I, I think the Ukraine war is about to come to an end unless unless the United States actually decides to fund it. Yeah, well, this guy Johnson, he's serious. Do something about the border or kiss the Ukraine money goodbye. Right. And that's how you got to do it. you got to use that leverage. You know, you want money for Ukraine. You want all kinds of money for Ukraine. We want the border fixed. You got 15 million people come across that border that you know about. Since Joe Biden's been there, that's a hell of an army, especially since they're all fighting-aged people. You got people like Dick Durbin want to invite them into the military and train them. Where where do you think their loyalty is going to be? with the person that let them stay here. They don't know anything about the Constitution or, you know, any kind of compassion or love for this country. They don't know this country. They just got here. No, they just got here and they're still carrying their Venezuela flag. Yeah, they're carrying their Venezuela flag, but they're spending their Biden bucks on on their little debit cards. They're not here starting businesses or working on the farms or doing anything of significance. They're just laying in wait for their orders. They're being fed. They're being housed. They're being clothed. They're supplied with money. They have telephones. They're just waiting for the call. All they need is the blue helmets. They're milked. There used to be at least 12% were women and children. Now it's not even that much. It's like 8, eight or 7% are women and children. It's all military-age men. Remember Obama said he wanted a civilian army that was equally funded and equally supplied as our national military. Well, you know, supporting 15 million new people, that's got to be expensive. That's bigger than our army. How many people we have in our army? 
I'm sure not fifteen million. No. So they've already outnumbered our military. And they are equally funded. Those Biden bucks are cheap. And that health care is not cheap in those hotels. And three meals a day and clothing and entertainment and stipends. Hell, they got enough money to send home because they don't have any bills here. And you're right, they're flying their Venezuela flag while they're sucking us dry. And not just Venezuela. And I've seen Mexican flags. I've seen some African flags recently, Haitian flags. If you had to flee your country and it's and you're so oppressed, why are you still flying their colors? You know, you want to come to this country, but you don't want to fly our flag? Go home. And, all right, look at the number of Venezuelans. Say there's one million of them. That's a big army by itself. So instead of sending them home one at a time, send them home all together and let them take care of their own country. They can outnumber their own military instead of ours. There's no shame in that. You know, economic hardship is not an asylum reason. I mean, well, it's, is uh, is the the American president wants us to surge the border? Uh, it, does that count as asylum reason? <laughs> Eventually, the Americans are going to do just that. Or some serious problems are going to break out, and we'll have no choice but to bring in the National Guard. you got 18,000 people come over that border in a week, and just in yeah. one spot. And nobody's stopping them. they got like 10 agents on the board. Everybody else is changing diapers and, and pushing pencils and acting as tour guides and, and travel agents. We're in trouble. But Americans don't seem to be able to have what it takes to think that deeply about it. You know, we have to find the others now. We have to we have to with each other. And one election's not going to fix it. Electing no. one guy. You know when we elect Trump, they're going to lose their minds. They're doing everything they can that we, so that we don't elect him. But when he does get reelected, hopefully they're, they're hoping that he's going to be behind bars. I don't care if he's in federal penitentiary. You know, we'll vote him in, he can pardon himself. He'll be fine. And all this noise about Hunter Biden, you know, unless Biden drops dead, he's going to pardon that kid before he steps out of office. You know, he's probably making deals now. It's not just Republicans going after his kid. The Democrats want him out of there, too. 
But see, if he steps down, that puts Kamala in. But if he doesn't run again, she'll have to run on her own. And she'll be primaried. But they're running out of time. So if they're going to put a dark horse in, it'll be within the next couple of weeks. But... Unless, uh, uh, well, it would be either that or they do it at the Democrat National Convention, because remember, they don't want uh, any, there's not going to be any debates, and the DNC already announced that they're not holding any primaries. Hmm. Well, what does Marianne Williams have to say about that, and who else is running on the Democrat ticket? There's another one. I know RFK Jr. Uh, oh, uh, darn it. Yeah, I know there's one person, but I can't remember. Yeah. But I, you'd think that they would have a problem with that. That might be a lawsuit. So they just decided, oh, that, uh, you know, the American people don't even get an option. Well, they, they feel and, as though they can control your option, and, and many Democrats are okay with it. Yeah, and Democrats are saying stupid things like, why would you vote for Trump? He's only got four years that he can serve. Well, the same as Biden. They're both incumbents, dummy. Right, exactly. So uh, I wanted to bring your buddy in here real quick while he's here. And uh, I need sure. a couple minutes also, Joanne. So yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you'll hey, have someone you to talk Vito? to for a minute. Have you heard from he called in. Uh, he called in Monday. All right, yeah, I was wondering about him. I know he had a bad accident. Right. All right, go do what you got to do. I'll tell him you line. said I. Please uh, do. Go ahead. Welcome in, sir. Hey, Joanne. Hey, Joe. Thanks for calling in. What's up tonight? What What a day at the Supreme Court. Tell me about it. The guy who was J6 uh, defendant, he petitioned the court saying that he was charged illegally. And it's the definition of the law, and they picked up his case. His case affects Donald Trump. Oh, they did Donald, pick up Moynihan's case. Yes, and well, one of the and so, so this so Mr. Jack, evil Jack of the evil M, Democratic Empire, the trials will have to be postponed again. It's falling apart. The Democrats, everything's falling apart. Good. We've been praying for that. Yeah, uh, that other judge, they were giving her a hard time, Judge Carroll, because she she put her thing all the way up until May, and they wanted it sooner. They wanted them to overlap. You know, it's going to turn out that she was right because – they're definitely going to have to postpone that March case. It's not even in their hands anymore. If the appellate court or the Supreme Court took it up, then they no and, longer have jurisdiction. Right, right. And, you know, if you look at presidents in the past rulings, the president cannot be held, Congress cannot be held for actions done in office. And it's it's falling apart. That's what it's all. This is all about. Yeah, well, they're they're really manipulating the meaning of the charges. Wasn't that 
actual um, crime had to do with Enron, but the vague wording, this guy's trying to tie that ruling and decision to this case, and it can't be done. That's a, you know that's why they're calling it a novel because it's been untried and untested. That's not the purpose of the law to begin with. Well, it was destroying documents, basically. Yeah. So good. And when is that going to be heard? Do you know? They don't um, let the out they, they, they say it probably won't. They'll hear it, but they won't release it until the end of their, their term in June. Yeah. Yeah, just before they go on recess, they always give their rulings. Are they going to hear it on the merits, or are they going to? It didn't. It didn't say quite, quite. You know what they were going to. Hey, back to what you were saying about DC. You know, I would. I just wanted to bring again. My friend was there. Yeah. They subpoenaed all the airline records, painted all the hotel records, going in and out of DC that day. And my friend That's was amazing. there, but he did. He did not go to the Capitol. He was just there to. With the other million people, and he got a he got a visit from the FBI, all because they tagged his airline ticket. Wow! So, see, talk about and, being under surveillance. Hey, you're hey you're going to get a new resident down there in Florida. Who? Zelensky brought a mansion. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's always over here with his tin cop crying poor mouths. Where's he got the money for a mansion in Florida? Well, all that money, you know, he has two $75 million yachts. Wow. America's been good to him, huh? Oh, you know, that's, that makes me angry because here he is. He's running around. Oh, I need money, 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 and, and if you don't give us money, we're all going to die, and it's for the good of the world. <laughs> and by the way, I'll take that mansion, and um, I need a place to park my yacht, so it's got to have a boathouse. Um, yeah, I, I what? sent you a co- copy of the the thing. Uh, it's I sent it by X to you. You might want to take a look at it. Yeah, he's doing all right for for a guy who was an actor. Uh, he's done. It's it's over. It, you know, right now the average fighting age is in their forties in the Ukraine, yeah. and gonna get anywhere. The other thing is Europe doesn't have anything. I mean, they have nothing to fight with. All the tanks, all the armor, everything is gone in Europe right now, and along with us as well. Mm. We've given them everything that we could give them. What is this so, registration certificate you sent me? Vero Beach, Florida. Haven't complied in all the regrets. Citizenship and Immigration Services, New York City. Wow. That came from Laura Loomer. God bless her heart. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. And then we have Don Lemon, who's now listening to conservative programs. Wow, must have had a change of heart. 
They naturalized him. They've given him dual citizenship. Are you kidding me? That yeah, came so from he Laura. can buy that oceanfront property in Florida. That came How from Laura that Loomer. A, 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 a president of a country can have citizenship somewhere else. Right? I just sent it to you on Facebook, Proof. Thank you. Okay. It says Certificate of Naturalization. It's legit. Yeah. Yeah, really. How can the president of a country be a dual citizen of anything else? He's doing all right for being an actor. But, yeah, you got to be in a, uh, here legally or a citizen to buy property in Florida. So that was quick, huh? Well, he's got, got his people coming across plan. the border waiting five, seven years to even get a court case. So that, oh, you know, with naturalization comes all the rights as a citizen here, too, afforded to them. So, so that does that mean he has a, a, in, a, in addition to being the Ukraine president, he's also a lobbyist? I guess so. He's a foreign agent. Yes. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah, well, see, now that he's an American, he can lobby in America without having yeah. to register as a foreign agent. And he can bank in America. He can do lots of things with that naturalization paper. He can also run flee his country. Hmm. And he doesn't have to worry about, you know, being in exile or being allowed into a country. He's already got a safe haven. He's got a he's already got his place set up to run to. He's all done. He's gonna he's gonna jump ship. Did Remember they said the... that he was gonna turn that country over to Poland and that if Poland accepts it, then that automatically makes them a NATO territory. Oh, that, that reminds me, Poland has a new prime minister, and he wants to, uh, he, he's, he's for the liberal side. So he's going to oh. go back on everything that the previous administration did. So you watch, Poland's going to annex Ukraine. And then that's going to pull NATO into a whole war with Russia. And they're because okay with that. with that annexation comes... The, um, the title of a NATO country. Because America and all their territories are considered part of NATO. Yeah. Even like the American Virgin Islands and stuff. Wow. That changes a lot of things. That's very interesting. He has two major oppositions right now. In Ukraine, number the first person is the guy from the mayor of Kiev, and the second person is his major general. They're speaking out against him right now. Yeah. So you may see a coup d'état very shortly as well. Oh. 
Yeah, that could be. They're going to overthrow him. Or he's just going to abandon ship. Got to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, just like when Hitler went to Argentina to finish out his days. Yep. What a mess. This whole thing was all Judge Soros' color revolution. And overthrowing Ukraine, and then the people took it back. And they were, you know, sensitive to Russia. A lot of the people in a part of Ukraine that Russia did take back, they didn't even want to be Ukrainian. They identified with Russia. This is a mess. Is there even really a war there? I mean, a lot of people are getting killed. But it's at like a stalemate. No, no side has gained or lost any territory. It's just like they're swapping punches. Well, there's a big push right now by the European Union to secede the land, the Russian-speaking lands, to Russia. Yo, the Europeans, they're all broke. They're not going to get in this. They want... You know, and then they're making it so it's the United States' responsibility every time. They want a they want a uh, solution. They're they're tired yeah. Well, they'd of. like to contribute, but they're kind of broke right now, so it's on us. We're borrowing money from China to give to Ukraine. How about China give it to Ukraine? Try that. See how that goes. China knows the money's going to Ukraine, but they want us to pay it back. How about they send it to Ukraine and let Ukraine pay it back when when they can? And that just leaves us out of the whole equation. That, you know, that piece of paper, Joe, that's very important. Thank you very much for sending that. That puts a whole lot of things into perspective. Guy for Laura Loomer. Yes. That was an amazing find. And DeSantis had a no. That this dude was looking for mansions in Florida. How come he didn't go to California? Last thing we need here in Florida is him. Well, even he doesn't Democrats want to be around liberals. That's why. Yeah, we don't need any more liberals here. We're, we're stocked up. We're all set. You can stay in Ukraine. Going to start all that trouble and... You know, dressed like he's he's a little tin soldier all day, every day. And then just shake down Americans for money. Make no progress whatsoever. And then have enough money to buy a mansion and a yacht. So he fulfilled his mission. He was never really a president. He was just another stooge working for Soros. And, of course, Obama and that whole crowd, the whole... Color Revolution Group. Wow. So maybe this is coming to a close. Trump said that never would have happened if he was president, so he must have seen this coming. They had a nice run, huh? While the big guy was in office, 
just throwing mo- American money around all over the place. Well, a lot anybody of people in got, who wants to come in. Well, a lot of people got rich. A lot of people over here got rich. Yeah. And a lot of people over in Ukraine got dead or displaced. And a lot of people in Russia got dead. But as long as these people are making money, we shouldn't worry about that, right? All good in the hood for them. Yeah, loving and liberal. This is the first time I remember where liberals want a war and, and nobody else does. That's a good point, too. Yeah, the, the people that are begging for war are the ones that that refuse to, to let anybody own guns. How does that work? Right? Yeah, really, how are they going to hold a war if nobody's got guns? Wow. Hey, this, there That's mind-blowing. Hey, on the subject, not to change it, this is very, very important that came out tonight from Japan. Japan determined that all the COVID variants were engineered. I said this a couple months ago. I told you guys they were engineered. And so Japan just came out with a report saying every one of the COVID variants were engineered in advance and released Mm -hmm. in the public. We had been thinking that because they they arrived in clusters, you know, COVID-19, and then you had your Omicron and stuff. Yeah, they were still hitting us with bioweapons. They're still doing it. We got another election coming, so I wonder what kind of viruses they're giving us this time. Don't anybody out there take any vaccines for whatever virus they come up with? That's just stupid. People yeah, must have at least earned that much. Uh, more places are trying to get others to wear scams again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. I also saw that uh, heart failure among pilots has increased 1,000%. You're right. But, yeah, well, you know those vaccines cause clots. And when you're in a pressurized cabin, that could cause those those clots to dislodge anything, you know, to do with pressure and pressurization. So these people are dropping dead behind the wheel of a plane. A thousand percent increase. That guy from Turkey, he was flipping out about Israel today, this morning. And he gave some big speech about how bad Israel was and how... Allah is going to strike them down. And then he had a heart attack right there. He said Allah was going to strike them down, and he didn't even get down all the way out of his mouth, and he dropped dead. That's fine. Yeah. He got struck down. I mean, that was instant karma right there. I think they might have revived him, and he was in critical oh, condition. too bad. But he was DIT for a minute there. Here's another. Here's another one. The FAA has been very quietly, tactically admitted that the EKGs of the pallets are no longer normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they forced them all to take this vaccine for a virus that they knew they created, 
and a vaccine that they knew wasn't going to do anything to cure them of the virus. But they wanted to test this new technology, this mRNA, and they needed a bunch of lab rats. And the first ones, the first vaccines they come out with were mostly saline because they didn't want to scare everybody. And then they started dosing them and double-dosing them and killing off the weak and infirm and the elderly. And now they want to go after the children. Even in, in schools like up in Massachusetts, they're highly recommending the students get vaccinated. Pretty soon it's going to be mandated. And look at all those well, students and all those the, universities. Especially if the World Health Organization it's, gets their way. Yeah. Look at all the students at the universities. They couldn't even go on campus unless they were vaccinated. So all these parents let their kids get vaccinated so they could send them off to these indoctrination camps. Might as well have put the needle in their arms themselves. And then you you see all these stories about these Ivy League colleges and, and what they're doing. Who would even send their kid to these places now? you got companies that won't even hire you if it says Harvard or Yale or Princeton on, on your application. They don't even want them. Or MIT anymore. Or MIT, yeah. You know, now Dartmouth is the big deal. You know, because Dartmouth didn't go along with any of that. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of fights going on, too. Um, One of those MMA fighters went after LeBron James for selling out the country. Yeah, it's a UFC star. His name is Colby Covington. He told him to go to China where sweatshop laborers make up his cheap merchandise. And he said, F you, LeBron. You're a coward and a spineless bitch. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yep. And Stallone won't work with Tom Hanks. Says he wears him out. Mel Gibson Mm. won't work with De Niro. And Warner Brothers backed off of a $10 million deal with De Niro, too. So something's up with De Niro. Yeah, something's up with him. They're not saying what yet, but... You know, for these big companies to back out of a deal and for other actors to back away from him, he must be a real freak. Oh, you know, there's this other liberal, too, this liberal feminist who had a slave. Did you see that? Oh, yes, I saw that. And he's not even saying no. He's he's agreeing with everything that was there. Yeah. He's a tech CEO. His name is Christian Lang. And he's accused of forcing his assistant to sign a slave contract where she was subjected to years of unwanted sexual horror. And it, it, the story goes on, but it says months after hiring her, the trade shift co-founder allegedly forced his assistant to sign the contract the accuser claims he raped, abused her, and inflicted physical pain on her by various means, urinating on her and routinely penetrating her person with foreign objects. And according to the contract copy, 
that she agreed to, to always be sexually available for her master when he needs sex and to never refuse him sex even when not wearing the day collar. So he had her wear a collar and everything. And whenever she sees her master in private, she's to kneel and ask if there's anything she can do for him. And he didn't even, he didn't even deny this. He was an International Women's Day advocate. And, of course, he's an anti-Trump and anti-Musk. And he goes on X. He goes on Twitter and talks trash about Musk. If you don't like Musk, don't use his platform. There you go. Problem solved. He looks like a real weasel, too. He's got beady eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, but this woman, she... You know, how'd she allow that for herself, either? <laughs> You know, how'd he get away with it for so long? Uh, we got some real creeps out there. But yeah, there's another one. So I don't know what De Niro did. And I know that um, the other one here, he's he's no good anyhow. Tom Hanks. I hear all kinds of horrible things about him in regards to Epstein and children and things like that. Mm-hmm. Oh. There are all kinds of stuff here to talk about. Oh, yeah, Warner Brothers um, cut ties with Rob Reiner, too. So something's going on. about time. What? I said it's about time. Yeah. It is, but Rob Ryan is in the in the can. Tom Hanks is in the can. De Niro's in the can. Um, Roseanne Bot threw De Niro out of her show, so they all know something about him, and it's coming down on him. So, hey, we're getting a tropical storm. Hurricane season is over. Yeah, but yeah, there's a, a tropical storm brewing in the Gulf, and it's gonna cross over right around Tampa and get out onto the other coast, go across Florida, and get out onto the other coast over near Jacksonville, and then it's gonna go up the coast, and by the time it gets up to the Mid Atlantic, it's gonna hit that cold weather, and there's another storm coming across by the Great Lakes, and they're both gonna converge in New England. That's gonna be a strong nor'easter when it gets up to New England. So I saw I saw the computer models on that. It's nasty. Yeah. Yeah, but you got that Arctic blast and that, and that lake effect coming off of the Great Lakes headed towards New England and then you got that storm coming up the coast. Yeah, that's the that's a bad combination when they converge. Whoever's at that conversion point, they're going to get buried in feet of snow depending on the temperature, or feet of rain. But there's a lot of moisture in this storm, too. So it's going to cross over us on Saturday. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, all week is going to be terrible traveling weather up to the eastern seaboard. So expect delays, expect nasty inclement weather, whatever supplies you got to get. They call it a French toast event because you always run out and buy milk and bread and eggs. 
and that's what you make with milk, bread, and eggs is French toast. So I think they're going to have a three French toast event. Oh, by the way, speaking of the Northeast, did you see the the mayor of Boston is having the oh, Christmas party? That, yes. Yeah, we talked did? about that. I'm really oh, flipped okay. out about that. Yep, no white that no white people crazy. at the party. And then instead of saying sorry, we should have invited white people. They said, "Sorry, white people shouldn't have got that email." <laughs> you know about now the Disney things being exposed more and more. Elon Musk and Bob Iger are in a civil war with each other. Yeah, I know. He told them to go after himself. What is it? What's Disney doing? In retaliation, I know they try to bring down Musk, and that's just not going to work. He's going to go on all the ABC-owned programs, such as The View and Jimmy Kimmel and Cry, and make actors. They're, they're digging all kinds of dirt up on. Well, yeah, they're all owned by Disney, so yeah. he's just going to so you know, make a tour around the house and talk trash. And the government dropped a, almost a billion-dollar contract with Starlink, so we know where they stand at right now. Ooh. They're out to get mess. See, that was stupid. That was stupid because Starlink is so advanced. I mean, you got things like Xfinity and Comcast, and you got Verizon and all of that. Do not have the capability of Starlink. They are so they're obsolete already. Starlink is so far advanced, and the, the government. Yeah, I'm sure that they they canceled the contract now, but Trump will be back soon enough. That'll get straightened out, because our military needs the top of the line internet and satellite services. Elon Musk is bringing satellites up into space. That NASA can't do right now. So that was uh, spiteful, you know, bite off your nose to spite your face type event. That was just pure retribution. That wasn't for any logical reason. Hey, you don't like the guy. You don't like his politics. But he has a good product. Right. And he's and got a good you, product with X, oh. too. You know, he's running Twitter pretty good. There's still some glitches and some stupid stuff. But for the most part, it has greatly improved since Elon took it over. It's much more interesting, much more fast-paced. And less people are being censored. One of the people that was being censored, a gateway pundit, as a matter of fact, wrote to Elon today and said that they were being throttled. And they got they asked why, and they got a notification. And the notification was from 2017 that they were a far-right newspaper. So once they pointed that out to Elon, hopefully he'll straighten it out because that was back on the old Twitter and it hasn't been updated as far as Gateway Pundit's viewing is. So I'm sure he'll straighten that out right away. 
Well, did you hear that the uh, ha- the members of Congress cannot get to Gateway Pundit? They put a band on the site? Yes. Wow. And Gateway by the way, Alex Jones the truth. Al- yeah, and Alex Jones is back on X. Oh, good. I'm glad he's back on. And Gateway Pundit is ruin- not off of X, but they're they're like in a brownout or something. They're not reaching did, the audience that they should be reaching. He did a good interview with Tucker, Alex Jones did. If you can watch it, watch it. It's excellent. Really yeah, good. I've played it twice so far. Yeah? This week. Yeah. yeah, I still haven't watched it. It is on my list of things to, to watch. i got a few things i got to look at and Tucker's and Tucker's launching his uh, media empire you can now get a subscription with his service he's going full throttle good yeah he deserves it is he going to stay with Musk too yeah he's still going to have content on X as well and, yeah uh, Alex Jones Elon, Elon did him a big favor Alex Jones says he's going to start doing evening shows on X also now. Good. Good. I tell you, Elon Elon helped Tucker out a lot. It was worth it. You know, he he gave him a platform where he could reach as many people. And he reached a lot more people than he, even he thought he was reaching. You know, Fox News only reached so many people. And now Tucker is getting like 8, 10, 12 million people per episode. The Argentina one to. got 100, 100, they had 400, over 400 million views. Yeah. That's that's big. I mean, that's as And that tells you how much he was being censored. How much they were holding him down for him to have that type of viewership. Right. And they were definitely were holding him down. That's so sad. Yeah, that's too much. So this impeachment inquiry resolution, what exactly is the difference between that and an actual impeachment hearings. Well, in this, because they passed the resolution, they now have the power of subpoena has broadened and more powerful. So they can get anything and everything they want now. Okay. Before so they were they... limited. Oh. I don't know. I thought you'd think was a oversight committees and stuff that they wouldn't be limited but yeah I suppose that would be alright well at least now that they can get this the information they need and they do have a lot already and I'm really glad that Johnson stood his ground on the border resolution no border resolution no Ukraine money and now that you're saying that and you showed me those papers yeah that Ukraine thing is coming to a close it's coming to a close anyhow when Trump's get ba- Trump gets back, but 
Yeah, but what's to you know, say, though, that, maybe if, that Brandon doesn't declare war and then that would leave him in office? Yeah. Well, this guy, well, Zelensky, said he was president forever as long as he was at war. Yes. Now, did you guys hear about the movie that's come out? There's two of them. One is yeah, the one the I think Sitaro next week. The movie and then the, uh, the Civil War for 24. The Civil War. I didn't – well, tell me about that. I didn't hear about that. What Civil uh, War? Go ahead, Joseph. Well, they're preparing us. They're signaling us. They're preparing us for what's going to happen. And basically, oh. the the Civil War movie is California breaks off and their group, and they 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 come against the main you know main government, and in Florida, you guys break off, and you know the government the the leftover government gets in the Civil War with these factions. They're preparing us. Wasn't Obama reading that book, Post-American, not Post-Constitution or something? I don't know. I don't know uh, uh, what the Obama movie is. I saw a little bit of it. Leaving leaving the world behind or something like that? Yeah, leave the world behind. Oh. And it's on next foot. Yeah, that sounds loving and liberal. Yeah, right. And it's basically trashing white people. Of course. Of course, yeah. That's yes. the fun. that's the fun thing to do now. Hate Jews and pick on white people. And that's going to make us all have better race relations, right? That's well, he's getting a lot of backlash on that movie. A lot. But is that going to affect Big Mike from running as, as president, though? That's that's. Uh, I don't think she's going to run. I just don't think she has it in her. I don't know. know. They didn't give her husband much scrutiny. So, you know, I think that they'll promise her a cakewalk. They'll promise her the world. She won't have to even show up for the job. But they're not going to let Biden be president again. Although, you know, he has done every single thing they told him to do. That's true. And if they continue, just, you know, I mean, if he drops dead, they'll just stuff him and keep the party going. Well, guess who has inserted herself into this mess? The Wicked Witch of the West, Hillary Clinton. Did you see that? Yeah, what's her contribution to all of this? Well, she's just lurking. She's making statements like... Like she's going to come, you know, she's just lurking. And when she lurks, that means she'll make a move. She's stalking her prey. You know what her prey is? Yeah. That office. Yeah, well, she wants that office. Or she wants somebody she can control in that office. 
You know, she she somewhat controlled Obama. Who knows if she's got any say over Biden or not? Because she's still trying to be relevant, and I don't know why she's not broke. You know, I would have faded off into the sunset if I were her. But she just can't stay out of it. She just keeps coming and coming and coming. Well, that that pronoun sees an opportunity. Oh, yeah. Well, it's an opportunity for her to make money, too. Yeah. You know, and she's she's got a nice list of donors, and if you want access to that list, you got to play ball with her. She knows how to she knows how to come up with money, and money buys a lot of influence in that town. Are we going to do Broccoli Man tonight? Oh, of course we are. Would you send me the link, please? Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm ready to play that any and every time. Yeah. I haven't seen your new Broccoli Man, so it's going to be new to me tonight. Okay. A liberal person is in this one. Guaroba peace feature liberal persons in it. Yes. That's what you said. Yes. Yeah, if you're ready, I'll play it. Okay. You ready, Joe? I'm here. All right, let's do this. All right, and for those of you playing at home, if you want to see the Broccoli Man series, there's hundreds of episodes and you can go to Rumble and just look up Broccoli Band. I promise you'll find him. All right, so I'll count down. War over peace featuring liberal person. Three, two, one, action. <laughs> In one of these apartments, we have someone who has about 12 kilos of fentanyl. I think he works for the government. Anyway, I am about to capture him and get this filth off the streets. Yag. After this I am going to have a nice dinner tonight. I have been craving some fabulous linguine and clams with some nice sautéed broccoli. Maybe even some tiramisu and a cannoli for after dinner. I know a spot that does keto pasta and keto desserts. I sure hope I do not have to hear from G-Lobalist again today. Or the wiretap telling me I need have a scam on my face. Scams suck. Hey broccoli person, I hate you so much. How dare you talk about eating clams and cannolis. You should be like me. I am a trans vegan that wears scams when I go into places. Also, people that work are stupid. You should be in support of universal basic income. I actually like putting criminals behind bars. Besides, who do you think will pay the universal basic income? You fool. Don't you know the universal basic income is free from the government? Okay, I will play along. How do you get this free money? It is easy. You just do things that are loving and liberal. As long as you do what the government says, you will get your stipend. 
so, then that means we should all be government slaves? I am not a tool of the government. No, Slug, you keep thinking everything is a conspiracy. You act like all the governments will merge into one and have a new world order and a one world government. That will never happen. Even if it did happen, it does not affect me. I already support the Democrat Party China, Ukraine and Hamas. I even do the LGBTQ plus for Hamas marches that are mostly peaceful. Besides I am a trans vegan that believes in banning all fossil fuels. If you want to ban all fossil fuels, then no one will have any goods or services. No food will be in stores. Everyone will starve. That is better for the earth. Even John Kerry and Bill Gates say to stop growing food and then even chopping down all trees. We need to bury all trees so they do not take carbon. We need zero carbon on earth. How do you think we will get to zero carbon if they do not kill off all the people? We are the carbon they want to exterminate. You are wrong broccoli person. They only want to put Republicans in FEMAC camps. And people who are against the current thing and also those who have a religion or a cisgender. Okay so basically everybody that the globalists cannot control. Hey broccoli person. There is no such thing as a global government. When you say that it makes people think you are crazy. You might want to mix in some actual news in your diet of TikTok and Instagram reels of dancing. You might want to look up how in May 20th. 24, there will be a secret meeting among all nations to join the World Health Organization. They are going to give the sovereignty of their countries to the WHO so that they can rule over everyone. That will not happen. This is America. We are getting all kinds of rights because we are loving and liberal. What kind of rights are you getting? Lots of rights. Brandon legalized us that men's and non-binary peoples can get pregnant. We can smoke crack any place and anywhere we want. We can take things from a store without paying as long as it is under $1200. And also we are now allowed to pee and make cracks on the streets. We can also now show children's our junks. How are those considered freedoms? We call that the collapse of society. Stop blaming me because you are too scared of communism. Scared of communism? I enjoy having a house, food in my pantry, and a car to drive. You need to do your research on Klaus Schwab. He says we need to own nothing and to eat Z-bugs. Your generation needs to know you can no longer own stuff. I get my lies and a cut free or microchip so I can go into a whole paycheck and not have to stand in line to buy food. I can go to any store and put my wrist up against a screen instead of inserting my debit card. You might want to learn about Revelation 13 through 20. It tells you not to receive the mark of the beast. You are a fool for not accepting this. You will not be allowed to buy, sell or live. Getting a chip is loving and liberal. Oh, no thank you. I serve God and only God. If you love God you will support Hamas because they are exterminating the Jewish population. Just like Adolf tried to do. Oh wow. 
you are supporting a guy that tried to take over the world in their 1940s and had millions of people put in camps and killed? Yes, because I am loving and liberal. You do not support him because you have too much hate inside your body. Excuse me? Didn't you see the Harvard VIP talk about how it is okay to bully Jewish students? Yes. And the people that donate billions of dollars pulled their money out of those schools and said they do not support that statement. Then that person either got fired or resigned. They should not have gotten fired. That is racist. You support racism. That was a hate crime for firing her. So now you are saying it is not racist to say you want one side of people to perish. But not the other side. When both sides are just regular people who have done nothing to no one. Yes. All day yes. It shows you are loving and liberal. I am on the side of peace and no war. That's because you bees is a dumb Trump supporter. Trump will start more wars if he gets in office. Brandon is all about peace. That is why he said they can fight Russia, Taiwan, Iran, Venezuela, and all the Americans that share the tweet of Donald Trump all at the same time. This is the first time in our history where America is considered the bad guy on all of these wars. Anyone that has to put its own citizens in camps, have them assassinated, or silences their own people's speech is never the good side. That is what Trump is doing. That is why he set up January 6th. Actually, videos have come out showing that the January 6th rally was a setup. Many hundreds of feds and police were the ones that infiltrated and caused damage. At the rally even Trump told people to be peaceful. Not like the Antifa members. Antifa wasn't is always very peaceful. That is why when they set buildings on fire and beat people up or kill them, they never get charged with the crime. Bruh. The city is always nice enough to support Anifa by putting stacks of rocks and bricks right in front of the buildings. So there. Huh? Hey everyone. This is why you cannot argue with liberals. They have no information, and only accept into their pea brains what the fake news told them. Or what is trending on social media. Get educated. Check out the Proof Negative radio show. Proof is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news you need to learn so that you can be informed. Go to freedomizerradio.com and click on Listen Live. I would also recommend click on the freedomizerradio.com show schedule and find other shows on the network. Freedomizerradio.com why are you recruiting other hate-filled bus bags who do not support war so we can have peace? Everyone needs to know that China, Hamas, and Ukraine is the way of the future. Not hate-filled America that complains when 40 million illegals a year come in here and just want their universal basic income. Illegals need their stipends so they do not have to work when they get here. At least they will all vote Democrat, if we find out you voted for Trump. We will hunt you down and attack you because we are loving and liberal. <laughs> that was a good one. I love your scenery. He's really in the oh, barrios there. You. <laughs> the paint is all peeling. There's trash all in the alley. <laughs> yeah, and there's liberal person. 
No, this liberal person. Yeah, everything she said is actually what's going on around us, and it doesn't make sense, but somehow it makes sense to them. Well, that's what liberals think, though, that that's a direct liberal. Yep, loving and liberal. We're going to kill off the ones we don't like and put them in FEMA camps and starve them. And I don't know about that mark of the beast being the chip. What if it was the vaccine? Because it does alter your DNA. That's a beast. Right, but at the same time, the way I look at it, if you can put something in your body that a third party can control and they could take over your free will, then that's uh, while the gene therapy, uh, that could be it. But with a microchip, we know that that if you do something out of line, that they could just shut off your, your, uh, your being. It's true. That's true. Oh, yeah. You won't eat. You won't work. You won't enter a building. You won't be able to access money. Yeah. Yeah, if they want to shut off your chip, you're done. So you're right about that. That's that's way too much control. Remember, they, they introduced it so that you could get VIP entrance into nightclubs. Yes. I remember the kids thinking it was all a rage that they could get into these nightclubs without having to wait in line. They just, you know, show their chip. And now you got to have it to get into some federal buildings. You, you know, they're already using it on federal employees. You know, people at, that get the CIA and all those places where you, you have to be keyed in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now they just put a chip in them and then they, they have VIP access. And people think they're special with it. Yeah, I got my chip. I can get in. I don't have to wait in any lines. Yeah, you got your sheep chip. (laughs) Yeah. So, I think that we have to, I don't know how we're going to get bigger proof, but we got to find the others. we got to, we have to, like, organize, and we got to do it fast. And there's no time to train people. All, all the, the last 13 years and 14 years that we've been talking, you know, people who know, know. People who don't know, I hope they can follow orders because it's getting ugly out there when they're putting people behind bars just because they voted for somebody or that they liked a tweet or they reposted a tweet and now they're going to hunt you down. That's really scary. What's really scary is that you have liberals that are okay with this. Because liberals up in Boston that are okay with having a, a, a white body. And then... Why aren't they tipping the city over for that? Why aren't people outside that party right now protesting? People of all colors. Because we're not going to get any unity at all if we keep this divisive stuff going. You know, things were going pretty good. Everybody was getting along. There wasn't all this hate crimes and stuff. Yeah, they were, they were you know, sporadic here and there. But you know why they're but trying to now, start that mess now is because the black people are, are 
getting a clue finally, and they're they're not playing the race game. So they have to push people back into that plantation almost by force. Yeah. Because you know, if you, if you look online, they you see a good 30, 40%. You, you see about a third or more of, uh, of black Americans that say, screw this, I'm voting for Trump. And the I Democrats can't, they're, they're not going to be able to recover from that. I hope so. Because we they're need organizing, everybody. They're organizing up there in Chicago big time. Exactly. Uh, when ben you see Ber- black people in the projects saying they're voting yep. for Trump, they're done with Brandon, that, that, that means you're gone. You, you lost. Because it's That's hard beautiful. to lose those people. And when you see people in Harlem saying they're voting for Trump, when you see people in Compton, California, and Watts, they're voting for Trump. Wow. Then you, you wow. lost. Well, other than Jesus Christ, there's only one person, human man alive on the planet right now that can help us. And it's Trump. And he's not the perfect man. Of course not. But he's the perfect man for the job. Yeah. And when he does get in, we all got to help him. Because you know they're going to flip their wigs. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if someone tries to hurt him. Well, do you mean I'm like, sure uh, like they tried to do with Vivek Ramaswamy a few days ago? What do you mean? You didn't see that? Uh, Vivek was trying to hold an event in New Hampshire and somebody openly bragged, and they admitted to the police that as they were getting arrested that they, the plan was to assassinate Vivek. Oh, no. Yep. So yep. he had to cancel his event. He was there and everything and ready to go up, and someone's like, where's Vivek? I need to shoot him. Oh, my God. No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, Joseph, you want to share? Yeah, I, I I heard about it. I didn't see the video. Hey, Joanne, I just sent you a bunch of interviews uh, Ben Burkwan just did in Chicago. Mm, good. You might want to take a look at. Yeah, tell me about this Vivek thing, because I didn't know that somebody was there to assassinate him. Yep. My word. I'm trying to find it, but I can't here. Hmm. My goodness. So Vivek, somebody tried to shoot him. Somebody was going to kill him. You know, I saw one of those big Republican donors. Um, I think his name was Langzen or Langone. And he said Vivek should have his mouth washed out with soap. Oh, yeah, you have a ton of Democrats that are, uh, they're pissed that Vivek is sharing information. Well, during the debate, they blacked it out. They they purposely lost the feed when he was talking about the vaccines. Did you see that? No, I missed that. Yeah, when he started to talk about everything about the vaccines, all of a sudden they had technical 
difficulties. They didn't come back for a couple minutes later. No, I, don't I completely know. I missed that. video here. He's on, um, I think, CNN. He was having a lifetime haul in, in Iowa. And he ended up in a fight with the with the woman, Abby Phillips. He was trying to talk, and she kept interrupting him. She tried to interrupt him for three minutes straight. She wouldn't let him talk. Yeah. I don't think the interview, that's not how you interview somebody, by shouting them down. Don't you usually, like, just ask them a question? And let them talk. Yeah, unless unless you're trying to unless the goal is to piss somebody off. Yeah, well, she thought she was going to slap him around, and he didn't let her. I don't even see anything on this. And he was in New Hampshire. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying anything about it. I'll find it, though. But that's terrible. You know, if you don't like somebody, don't vote for them. You don't shoot them. It's a dangerous world out there. These people are playing for keeps. You know, and then you said about May 20th about this uh, vote for them. We're going to turn over our sovereignty. No politician in this country has the authority to surrender our authority, our sovereignty to anyone else. And I don't care how loving the world they are. What's our recourse? Then we do what the Constitution told us and throw the bums out. Right. We do have that authority. If the government turns against the people, it's the right of the people to get rid of them. And if they keep compromising the vote, they are limiting options. So, you know, they're really getting brazen. And well, you they figure that way. they're not going to have this kind of control ever again, so they're going for everything right now. Yeah, you're right. Can't disagree with you there. You're absolutely right. They are never going to have this type of control. You know, a president should only have two terms, and this is Obama's third term, and we got that basement dummy that's just doing everything the left wants. He can't put two sentences together coherently. His condition is getting worse. They don't even let him answer questions anymore. Unless it's already a free question and he's got the answer in front of him. And even then they're taking a chance. And we know there's not going to be a debate. Oh, can you see him debating Trump? I can't even see him debating Chris Christie. No, Chris Christie will yell at him. And then he'll help him off the stage. Trump will demolish him. On He's Tucker's interview with He's been trying with to Alex, hurt him a long time. On uh, Tucker's interview with Alex, they said that 
He roams around the White House naked. He does not know where he's at. They're juicing him as much as they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, those um, Bidens, they're not real big on keeping their clothes on, are they? They like to be out there. You mean they like to show everybody their kumquats and their ice cream cones? Yeah, they're out there free balling. (laughs) That's what the kids call it. It's free balling. Um, Yeah, wasn't he like flashing? Secret Service women swimming naked in his pool. Yep. That, that I didn't know, but I believe it. Yeah, one of the Secret Service women, she asked to get transferred because he, every, you know, when she was minding him, he used to just insist on getting naked and getting in the pool. Hmm. But yeah, I see him wander. I would, I would believe he wanders around naked. He doesn't know where he's at. And it, w- it wouldn't surprise me if the coke that was found was his. Or Jill's. Yeah, Tucker Carlson even alluded to that. He knew that, that is a, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, if you see him when he first comes out on stage, he's full of pep and vinegar. And then mm-hmm. as time goes on, he's, he begins to fade. So they're juicing them with something lasting as long. And I swear the 4th of July, Jill Biden and Hunter Biden both look lit. They were wrecked. They were out in that balcony. They were, you know, I mean, she had like a tight jaw. Hunter was jarring. His jaw was going side to side. He was sweaty. His eyes were all, like, wild. But Jill looked kind of buzzed herself. So, I don't know. They're probably all doing it. Yeah, I don't think it's ever been that obvious before with any other presidential candidate. What's up? Paul Sperry wrote, investigators say they're in the process of securing documentation that Joe Biden also benefited financially from his son's and brother's business dealings through his and the First Lady's real estate holdings. Now they're bringing Jill into it. Mm, It's coming down. And then there's Sarah Biden, too, that nobody knows who she is. Isn't that the wife? Of of Jim. Jim What's Biden? your name? Yeah, Jim Biden, the brother. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, I think that's his wife. Hmm. Everybody's going crazy tonight. Something something changed. You know, this guy, Jack, he got shelved pretty much by the judge. 
because he wanted to hurry and get this case out of the way, and she just put the brakes on that at the appellate level. So now he's trying to bypass the appellate level and go straight to the Supreme Court. He's really in a hurry. And the Supreme Court says first, you know, it has to come up here unless it's of extreme public situation, you know, like if it affects everybody. So I don't know. Joe said that the the Supreme Court was going to hear one of the things, but are they going to just hear arguments? Are they just, you know, we don't know really much of the details. And Paul Sperry says that uh, Smith detailed, he was detailed to the International Criminal Court from the DOJ up or some other part of the government. And he was part of extortion and corruption and stuff, but they brought him back here to run this Trump thing. So this guy's a hitman from long ago, this guy, Jack Smith. Mm-hmm. I guess they were he's using our, him as a hitman in other places. He's our pit bull. Yeah, he's a legal hitman. He just goes in and, and puts people in jail, even if they don't belong in jail. And every one of his cases, almost, that he got people convicted and thrown in jail have been tossed out. Trump's in a battle here. And that Hunter Biden lawyer, Abby, whatever her name is, she's just a publicity lawyer. She's not a criminal lawyer. You know, she's one of those ones that rehabilitate your reputation. So Hunter's going to need a better lawyer than that. Or he's getting pardoned. We know he's getting pardoned anyhow. I mean, my father would pardon me. So, I mean, we should brace ourselves for that. But first he has to have charges and a conviction, right? Or do you even need a conviction to pardon somebody? I think you need a conviction. Because why would you pardon somebody that's innocent? Yeah, well, you are considered innocent until proven guilty, but if you're under indictment, if, you know, when he loses, he's got between November, whatever the voting day is, November 6th or 4th or something, um, until January 20th to clean that up when he's on his way out the door. So he may have to pardon himself. He may have to pardon his wife and his brother and his kids, too. But they're making it more and more difficult for Biden to stay on. Now, they're piling it on. Remember, they were saying, oh, Trump's got all this baggage and Trump's going to jail. Well, it looks like the tide is turning against Biden here. And all this stuff is getting piled on him. You know, I'm wondering about the Republicans. It seems to be just a fight at the top. And the Republicans are laying low. There's, of course, you got the Jim Jordans and the Marjorie Taylor Greens. 
and this new guy Johnson comes out every once in a while. But where is everybody else? Byron Donalds comes out once in a while and talks trash about, you know, what's going on, and he brings it up. But where is all the rest of the senators and, and the Congress people? I mean, Mitt Romney, he's already said that he's not voting for impeachment. So he hasn't even looked at the evidence, nor does he care to. So that's one senator. Well, that's we, why he can't. wouldn't win a re-election in, in uh, Utah, so he's getting out. Yeah. But that was a finger on the way out. You know, to come up front and say that, they hadn't even voted for an inquiry yet. And he's already saying, no, I don't think impeachment is the way. Oh, boy. Things are getting, it's only going to get worse from this point on. Then how are we going to clean up this election? You know, they're saying one in five ballots were fraudulent in the mail-in ballot. People are admitting to it. People are saying, oh, yeah, I filled out one for my brother, and I filled out one for my mother, and, you know, I got a couple of ballots, so I filled them both out. And they're admitting to it. That's one in five were fraudulent. But we got to do better than that. And Republicans like to vote on voting day because they don't like to tip their hand. If you vote early, you're just telling the enemy how many votes they need to put you under. Yeah, but Arizona changed that script last time. How? With the Cary Lake, and they changed the size of the ballots. Yeah, those weren't legal ballots. No, but it was able, they were able couldn't. to make it work. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They did a lot of shady stuff during this election. And, you know, they were they were stuffing ballots. They were collecting them from people that are in vegetative states and nursing homes. They voted. Um, dead people voted. If they got more than, you know, they would literally reach in people's mailboxes and get their ballots. You know, some of the states with the COVID, they just sent out ballots to every registered voter. And they'd send out two and three of them sometimes. But they send them out all on the same day. So somebody's walking around mailboxes collecting ballots, you know, what day to do it. And then they had the fraudulent ballots. They had some that were never folded or mailed. Just nice, nice flat pieces of paper. And all they paper. did was vote for Brandon. No Senate, no Congress, no questions, yep. just, just, just Brandon. Yep, and didn't even have the decency to fold the ballot like it was in an envelope at one point. Yeah. Yeah. And the same nice handwriting thing. as the other 400 ballots in that same stack of, of printed paper. Yep, and then taking the ballots out of the tabulator and putting them back in. You know, all the ones that went in and were counted. Yes, but because Trump saw it, then, then he's the one that needs to get arrested. Right. And now all this evidence has come out, all these videos have come out, all these 
witness statements have come out. So they're still taking him to court for contesting the election because he had the nerve to say that it was rigged. And now you got all this proof it was rigged. And, and in Georgia, you got Rapsburger and the governor, and uh-huh. both of them are on report, too. They try to hush-hush, rush it along. They didn't certify that election. They just rubber-stamped it and, and got rid of it. Nobody ever checked on the integrity of that election. No, they didn't think they had to. Right. But they certified it. So all these people that signed bogus certifications, they're the ones that should be in jail. You were entrusted with our ballots. You knew they were bad. You knew how many were bad. You knew the lies. And, and the and people that are in charge are like, it doesn't matter because if I don't want them in, in power, then I can authorize that. So they're, therefore, my, my, my vote is more important than you. Right. Yeah, because I wanted a certain candidate to win. I made it and rigged everything and, and jury-rigged everything and, and pulled ballots and came up with ballots and changed numbers. That's all treason. You know, I hope these people don't feel very good about themselves. I hope someday they realize what the damage that they have done to this country. For what? some politician that's going to serve four or five years and then he's out or whatever and you gave away your country for that what it sounds like yeah the ballot it should be one of the most treasured things in this country and you can and, and you know it only works with people with integrity if you have no integrity Shouldn't be anywhere near our ballots. Yeah, it's all fun and games. You like because you're in with the in crowd and you get to go to the cocktail parties. What about your country? What about what you're leaving behind for your children? It's all fun and games until your children are enslaved by decisions you made, bad decisions you made. Lying, thieving, conniving. I don't have any room in my heart for people like that. But the thing is, most Democrats, they they abhor children. They refuse to have children now. Yeah, they act like children are some sort of a curse. Children are a blessing. They don't even know how badly they're robbing themselves. Those people have no joy anyhow. No. You know, when was the last time you saw them smiling or absolutely having a really good time and and just being nice and not snarky? And, you know, if if you see them in crowds, you can pick them out. You know, some people in crowds, they're laughing and joking and talking to everybody. And the other ones are, oh, look at her. Oh, look at him. Oh, that's beneath me. Get out of here. Who invited you? Really, they're, they're the most miserable people around. They have no joy, no happiness. You know, maybe it's lack of love. Maybe it's, you know, lack of empathy. 
you know, that they claim to be empathetic, you know, oh, the poor children and oh, the poor oppressed people and but then they're willing to do ruthless, rotten, dirty, low-down things. So they want that empathy out the window. And that they're yeah, in they're loving and liberal, though. Yeah, they're loving and liberal. While they're sitting in these classrooms, like at Berkeley, they need pacifiers and their little boo-boo blankets and their whoobies and whatever else, you know, because they need safe rooms and stuff. But they'll get out in the middle of a highway and throw down with pedestrians, and not pedestrians, motorists. Yeah, well, they, they didn't need your pacifier then, did you? And they'll get in cops' faces, and they'll yell and scream and shriek and push people around and bully people. Weren't you the same one that needed a safe space a couple hours ago in your classroom? Now you're out there thinking you're all kinds of thunder and, and brimstone. They're all hypocrites. And now we need to do something. We can't just talk about it anymore. We have to get more active. And I know the holidays are on us and everybody's distracted. And that's very convenient for the people that are robbing our country right now. You know, while everybody's out there with their eggnog and their office parties and stuff, you know how many people are coming across that border to take your place? take your children's future. Yeah. Yeah. We've already outnumbered our military. So what are we going to do? We all better get a plan together because Trump can't do it himself. And we don't even know if Trump's going to make it. You know, that they robbed him once. And only now, three years later, we're starting to get information on it in little bits and pieces. We don't have three years. We're out of time. We've been out of time. We're out of time years ago. Our only hope is that every poll in America has Trump up by like 20 points, which is that they they would not be able to steal it if Trump is up by 20 because their max would be 10 to 12 percent. Yeah, well, he's got to be up by 90% for him to even make it up by 20 with the spread. Yeah. He's got to beat the spread. The, the spread the is about 15. The worse than bookies. Say that again. I said the spread is 15%. So he needs, to beat, he needs to beat Brandon by 15, just to tie. Right. And... We have to be on top of this. They just passed a law in one of the states that the voting machines can't be connected to the Internet. None of the voting machines were supposed to be connected to the Internet. Uh, Why do we need a law say, there, There's not one state where that is supposed to be legal. Right. So why did they need a new law? They didn't obey the first one. And what about these poll workers? You know, how many how many people are they going to get in to these polls to deal dirty like that? How many people are willing to deal dirty this time? The, 
they're still going to do it? You know, we can watch all we want, but we have to have a plan to to have some sort of action should it happen. You know, I'm not saying violence or anything like that, but we have to be on our game. Yeah, we can't allow like what happened in Michigan where they, they put poster board up over the poll watching. No. That's when you need uh, Battle of Athens. Yeah. They ever try that again. What do you mean you can't let us in? What do you mean all the Republicans got to leave? And make damn sure none of those are connected to the Internet. But who's going to check and verify? Yeah, right. That's the thing. Are there enough of us? Are there enough people willing to stand up for the integrity of our election? You know, because we had a lot of scumbags work in the last one. That's a lot of people who were willing to go against their own country. And I don't know what the reward was for it. They're not any richer, they're poorer. They're not any better off, they're worse off. So, you know, are they going to be suckered again? Oh, yeah, put another liberal in there. And it'll cost you more money and more taxes. And your groceries are going up. And you're not going to be able to afford a house. And the interest rates have got through the roof. And you can't afford to heat your house. Can't afford to heat your house and eat, anyhow. You know, winter's on us. This will be, what, third winter with Joe Biden. And things are three times more expensive. They were doubled, then they were doubled again, and now it's doubled again. The price of oil has come down a couple of pennies, but nothing to really brag about. It's not a dollar eighty-nine, that's for sure. And it, you know, the oil man, you know, they're going to be expensive if you don't have uh, an electric or a gas furnace. You still got an oil furnace, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Buy sweaters. I remember those days. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago for me. And a hundred gallons of oil doesn't go too far in sub-zero temperatures. That's for sure. Yeah. And if you're running out of money, and they shut your gas off, it's gonna get cold. And the same with the electricity. You know, if you can't afford your electric bill and to eat, what are you going to do? You know, it's costing yeah, 11, I like how they're trying to blame Trump for that. Somehow that's Trump's yeah, they, fault. Yeah, everything's Trump's fault. That's what liberals think. Trump isn't even in office. And they're still blaming him for stuff. And everything they accused him of doing, they have done. And now they're saying, oh, he's going to be a dictator and he's going to weaponize the DOJ and he's going to put us in 
jail and FEMA camps and all of that. They are terrified of what they do, thinking someone's going to do it to them. It's okay when they're doing it, but now they're terrified it's going to be done to them. He's not going to do that. He's not going to be a dictator. He already proved that. He, he was a president once already. He wasn't a dictator then. It makes him think he's going to be a dictator now. So, but because these are the things that they will do, they think that someone else is going to do it too. So they are terrified of what they themselves are doing. Every single thing they list, they listed off of the parade of horrors that they said that Trump was going to do. These people are actually already doing it. Well, it's and they have no that he's arrest his political enemies like they're like they're not doing that already. Right. Right. Like that, they grabbed Peter Navarro at the airport in front of his kids. Yeah. He didn't do anything. And they put Bannon through hell. And they put the general through hell. And they put Roger Stone through hell. Right. And anybody else who might, that, that, um, the little, oh, what's his name? The young guy that he was only just working for Trump. And they, they tortured him and his wife. Uh, I don't know his name offhand. Yeah, it begins with a P. I'll remember it in a minute. Anyhow, they they went after that kid, and they put him in jail, and destroyed. they destroyed a lot of people that, God forbid, had anything to do with Trump. Even Mike Pompeo. You know, they even put it out there that they're going that they're going after people who even retweeted Trump. Or if you like, I bet that's a lot Trump, of liberals too that that retweeted Trump. Yeah, but they have a lot of nerve just collecting all that data. They got a warrant for that. Well, they didn't need it because they're liberal. Yeah. And those FISA warrants, those were for foreign, not domestic. Those are tools that we gave the government to go after foreign threats. Yeah. But you got judges that sign off on them because the FBI accused somebody, you sign off on that warrant without checking it. That judge, Rudolph Contreras, he signed a lot of those FISA warrants for Comey. How come he's not in jail? And how come he's not mad at the people who allegedly lied to him? How come they're not in jail? How come Comey's not in jail? Or Peter Stroke or his girlfriend? Why aren't they in jail? John Brennan, John Clapper. All these FISA warrants. Right. So if they lied to the judge, the judge should have them in jail for contempt. Unless, of course, the judge was on board with it. And then he should be in jail, too. 
And what's this about John Roberts? John Roberts has some clerk working for him, and the clerk's wife is the one that's feeding all the information to all these people, you know, going after Trump. No, so you found the leaker. Yeah. Um, I wrote her name down. McCourt is her name. Okay. Yeah, McCord or McCourt. I was actually trying to look her up and do some research on her. But yeah, it's it's John Roberts's clerk's wife. Yeah, I wrote her name down, but I have like 50 notes in front of me, so I don't know where I wrote it right now. Oh, I know where I wrote it. It's on a different note I had in the other room. Her name is Mary McCourt, and her husband's name is Sheldon Snook. Oh, wow. Okay. So the clerk's name is Snook. His name is Sheldon Snook, and he works for John Roberts. And he was feeding his wife information, Mary McCourt. And she was feeding it to all the people that had taken him to court, like Fannie Willis and the judge and all that, um, Chupra or whatever her name was. Yeah. Yeah, she's the, she's the one leaking. And it's all coming out of Chief Justice Roberts's realm. So he should absolutely recuse. But they Which won't, because really that, that's Trump. exactly why they got the, the pairing where they're at. Yeah, that's why they got this far. Because it yeah. should have been stopped long ago in this court system. The whole court should have come together and said, look, you're making us look bad. Knock it off. No wonder people hate lawyers and politicians. So, you know, if we know this information, then you know damn well John Roberts knows this information. Well, of course. That's not a shock. Yeah, so all branches of our government have been compromised, both parties. So you can't trust the politicians. You can't trust the courts. Can't trust the president. Who can you trust? That leaves very few options. Right, but that's exactly why they're going for everything right now, because they know that the public is on to them and they're not going to have this opportunity, so they got to strike now. Right, strike while the iron's hot. They have the golden opportunity right now, and they're taking it. And the normal people are just so flabbergasted by all of it. That's, you know, the next time I hear somebody say they can't do that while they're in the process of doing it, I'm just going to scream. And when you're talking to people, they say, they can't do that. Mm. Oh, but they are doing it. 
Well, they can't. But if we well, win, if we win and Democrats don't win this next election, mm-hmm. then uh, Democrats could be hurting for a while unless they change. I, I think we're at that point. They're they're losing everybody except the uh, illegals coming in. And the Republicans aren't capitalizing on it. No. They should be out there with open arms welcoming all these walkaways. Instead, they're silent. They're not doing anything. And, and you can blame Ronna McDaniel for that. Yeah, well, she and should Fitch, be out and there. And Fitch McConnell. Yeah, well, they both should be out there telling all those walkaways, yes, we welcome you here. Yes, we understand what your issues are. Yes, we're going to work on them. They should be fighting out there like Vivek is. They should all be acting right. like Vivek, out there fighting for every vote. Going into the communities that don't usually vote Republican and explain to them why they should be. Don't avoid those areas. Focus on those areas. You know, going to the same cocktail parties with the same people who are already going to vote Republican anyhow. Yeah, that's nice. But it's not effective. Going out there and talking to the people who don't usually vote Republican, those are the ones that you need to talk to. But they're not doing that. They're just being quiet. We're going to have to force the Republicans to win. And then we're going to have to force them to govern. Because even if they win, that doesn't mean they're going to pass any bills if the Democrats don't like them. Why are they always worried about if the Democrats like the bill or not when they're the ones in charge? I don't know. But remember when we were trying to get money for the border and the Democrats said no and Mitch McConnell said, well, I tried, but the Democrats said no. And, and he was in charge. Right. Yes. But the Democrats said no. So that with the Democrats. The Democrats have turned into a, a cartel. They're not a political party anymore. And the, the Republicans aren't far behind. You know, you have a spattering of people who are actual patriots up there. But that's it. The rest of them are just cookie-cutter politicians. They walk in lockstep, they dress alike, they walk alike, they talk alike. Mm -hmm. You can't tell the difference in them. And they're out there in front of the cameras spewing all kinds of baloney. And then when they're off the cameras, they're all... At each other's parties. You know, yucking it up with each other. Well, they put one over on us again, right? The hell with those American people. What do they know? Yeah, I know. They're all a bunch of stupid lemmings. And we know best what's, you know, for all of them. Because a lot of came in with a few thousand dollars for them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it just kidding me how cheap people can can lobby their senator or congress and these people will will take it and then they're owned for like four thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, but these politicians are slick. You know, the, the, half the people want them to vote one way, and the other half the people want them to vote another way. And both of them donate money to the politicians. And the politician keeps yeah, both sides of the money. Right, exactly. And then they just do whatever the rest of them are doing anyhow. Or the big donors. You know, you can have the small money donors who are going to donate 100 bucks, And then you've got the big money donors who are going to donate a million. So they'll do what the big donor says because he donated a million. But if you think about it, they're ignoring the 100000 that sent them $100. That's still a million dollars. But they don't see it like that. They'll just kiss up to the big donor. I really, there's too much money in politics. It costs over a billion dollars to run for president. That's a lot of money. Remember when they used to have a limit of 200000 I don't remember really what the limits were, but ago. I think there used to be a limit. Yeah, they had a $200,000 limit, and you couldn't take money from the big corporations. And then they had Citizens United, and, and uh, money just came pouring in. But it's not just big money donors that are American either. you got Chinese billionaires and Ukrainian billionaires and Russian billionaires and Saudis, and everybody is throwing money around at these politicians. You know, each for their own reason. But collectively, that's a lot of money going around. No wonder they live in a surveillance state up there. But, you know, they know every dollar that every donor sends. But they don't know squat about what Joe Biden's been banking. Or his brother, or his family or his son and he did use that kid he dragged him on Air Force 2 and you know put him to work and sent him out to collect all the the shakedowns you know and he really didn't try to stop the kid from doing the drugs and the booze and the hookers and the you know the cars and the diamonds and stuff the kid got carried away the kid was flashing big money And nobody said anything to him. And we're supposed to believe, like the CEO of Burisma, saw Hunter Biden and said, oh, I have to have him on my board of directors. I need him. Nobody else will do. He passed out in a bed with a crack pipe in his mouth and a possible underage hooker beside him. Oh, yeah, there's our man right there. And what did he do for that money? He got his father to do them a favor. That's what he did. That was his job. Was talking to his father to do favors. And they all made a good living at it. And it put our whole country at risk. And it put most of us in the poorhouse, too. And it shut down our energy sector. And it shut down our manufacturing. And it opened our border wide up. And all kinds of money went to these foreign projects. 
without any oversight. So all these big donors to the Biden family, they got their money's worth. China got their money's worth. Russia got their money's worth. Iran, Venezuela, other places, Turkey, Saudis. Everybody was sending money to Joe through that kid who was at the worst stage of his life. And if Obama wasn't involved, then they had a lot of nerve doing that. You know, young president, first black guy to be elected president. And then you got this bum, his vice president, out there shaking down world leaders and oligarchs. And I still think that Obama is the real big guy. Because Joe Biden could have taken money out of those accounts anytime he wanted to. You didn't have to put aside 10%. And he actually should have done it that way. Because he's taking $40,000 checks from his brother for a loan repayment. So where's the evidence that you ever took $40,000 out of your bank and gave it to your brother? Yeah, I know. Was the evidence that you ever loaned him money? Would you just have walking around money, forty grand in your pocket, with no interest? Yeah, and no interest. And how, on a senator's salary, did you afford three mansions and trips and fancy cars and the kid but, was uh, living uh, large? But going back to earlier today with the deposition, the Democrats. Yeah seem to think that as long as you showed up in the vicinity, that that counts. Because he he was in the parking lot of the, of the Capitol building. He just didn't go yeah. inside. And so Democrats say, well, he was on the premises, so that counts as showing up. Yeah. Okay. Let anyone else try that. that. He, got, he got prison time for that. Yeah, so you can show up at the courthouse and you don't actually have to go in and you're all good? Yeah. <laughs> and then it wasn't an official official inquiry, which wasn't even what Hunter Biden was there for. But because there wasn't a floor vote, they used that as an excuse why he didn't have yeah. to testify, didn't give his deposition. Those are two separate cases. So if it had nothing to do with your father, what do you give a damn about your father's inquiry? This is about you. And then they try to say that it was political. In the meantime, the Trump kids all sat through depositions. God forbid they didn't show up. Or if they showed up in the parking lot and decided they didn't want to go in. Right. Oh, God forbid you and I did even it. talked about that in a press conference about Steve Bannon when he did that. So he can't even say that he wasn't aware. Right. Yeah, they put Bannon to the ringer over that. Shoot. And didn't they put that man a foot in jail for contempt? Yes. 
And he didn't that even try it that way. Say anything on any side. He don't care. Yeah. Manafort was actually their guy. Yeah. He worked for Trump, but he was really working for them. Remember, Hillary wanted to work. He wanted to run against Trump. She thought he would be the easiest mm-hmm. to beat. So Manafort was a fixer, and he was hired to make sure that Trump got those delegates. That was his forte. He was a Democrat. So Trump let him do it. Trump knew that he was, you know, not there really for him. But it benefited Trump. So once Trump got the delegates situation straightened out, he fired Manafort. And that's when the shit hit the fan. Yeah. Yeah, that's when they, they lost control of Trump and they they were like, oh, my God, fired Manafort. And then he had the Italian kid come in and fire everybody else. And then he fired him. Yeah, Scaramucci. And that was his job. He was a fixer. His job was to come in and get rid of everybody who was dead weight, uh, whose mission was complete. And then he brought the other guy in with a clean slate. So if everybody was mad, they were mad at Scaramucci and he was gone. It was pretty good the way that happened. So I think, what do you think is going to happen with this border thing? you think that uh, Johnson's got a cave with the Ukraine uh, money and I think uh, I think there's a good chance that he caves before Brandon. Yeah, well, Johnson said that he had a sign on that NDAA because in yeah. March or May we have a, there's another bill coming up, and he can get rid of it all then. But he just came into that position and he just went along with the continuing re- resolution. But that funded everything of Biden's. And it didn't fund anything for the Republicans. And they wanted this, the Israel money, Mm -hmm. as a standalone bill. They didn't want it tied to the Ukraine and to the border. I think they might have gotten that, the money for Israel, because people were really upset about that. The big donors, especially the Jewish donors, are losing their minds. And the Democrats can't lose any more of them. They've lost a whole bunch of Jewish community and Jewish donors. So they can't afford to lose any more. So maybe they did separate that. Because I only heard them talking about the border and Ukraine now. And Johnson said he's not giving up on that border. So give him what he wants and he'll fund the Ukraine. He doesn't get what he wants. Ukraine's out of luck. I hope he sticks to that. We've given Ukraine so much money and so much equipment. And Europe told us, hey, sorry for your luck, we're broke. Right. But shouldn't some of that be their responsibility? 
They're not getting off a whole lot of money for Ukraine. It's, it's all us. And that shouldn't be our responsibility. It isn't even a NATO country. And half the people there, the Russian-speaking ones, don't even want to be Ukrainian. They don't even like Zelensky. They'd rather be with Putin. You know, just... There has to be a negotiated settlement to that. Hey, Joanne? Yeah? I've been running research on that Mary McCord. She's she's tied to every evil person in the DOJ. Mm-hmm. She does a podcast with Weissman. Do we need to say anything more? With who? Weissman, Andrew Weissman. Oh, jeez. Andrew Weissman. That's a name from hell. There you go. The circle's complete. She's tied with everybody. I mean... I mean, I just did a new search on, sorry to interrupt your train of thought, but I thought I'd chime in here. I was just seeing Yeah, she's everybody. the mole up there. Can, and her husband a is a clerk for Justice Roberts. Now she's at Georgetown. She resigned her position, and he has resigned his position. Oh, so they got busted. So she's with Georgetown Law now. Interesting. Yeah, that was... Very interesting on all the people that she's connected with. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, she's the go-between. That whole Russia gate, she was right in the middle of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, and her husband had... You know, high classified. That's probably why they didn't tell us who the leak was with the abortion thing. Because it probably had to do with her and her husband. Because they would have access to that information if they had that high of a clearance. And here we are blaming the little law clerks. You know, the interns and stuff. I, I sent you a couple uh, articles, not you know, just to see her picture and what she's all about. Yeah, well, I got her name from a good source today, and I started looking her up. Well, yep. she's all she's she's all over the news. She's been all over the news. Good. What do you mean all over the news? It's like breaking now, or. Well, people suspect that she was the one leaking. Mm-hmm. But because she was tied to the hip of the DOJ, nothing will get done of it. Mm. Oh, yeah. No, they're not going to go after her. They're going to shield her because she was their, their source, their mole. You know, she had access to the computers, to the information, to the the cases, the dockets, everything. You know, it was probably her that that the abortion ruling and, and created a firestorm, remember? Mm-hmm. That was probably her, too. 
My goodness. Yep, Mary McCord. Nice. And she's with Georgetown Law now, huh? Yep. She's precious.
Well, the interesting part about that, he admitted that he had he was doing business overseas. That was a new revelation. He put his foot in his mouth. Did yeah, he never should have admitted that because he doesn't have a fire, fire, fire authorization. That was a bad mistake for him. Bad. Because yeah, well, before he, like he denied he it. He feels like he's untouchable. And he is oh, because oh. no matter what hey, he does, you know it bothers him. Hey, Joanne, if you ever need any, uh, uh, look up any addresses or anything, I have a couple databases I work from. I can just find about anybody now. That's good to know. You're a great researcher. We love having you on the team, that's for sure. You were real quick with that McCord stuff, too. Thank you. That that helped a lot. That put a lot of things into perspective, too. Yeah, I mean, she's she's in it up to her eyeballs and beyond. Yeah, she's she's an operator, and she travels in between all the agencies. So she's a little liaison there. She's 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 a mole, and so's her husband. Now you said he resigned. Yeah, he's resigned. They, they had a retirement party for him. Yeah, they had to get rid of him. But where does that leave Justice Roberts in this whole mess? Because if the guy was using his computer and his database and, and giving the information to his wife, who was then passing it on to the CIA and to the FBI and to the judges and you know other judges and in between judges. So she was the she was the gossip woman. She was the town crier. She was telling everybody what everybody else was doing. And I would be willing to bet it was her that leaked that abortion ruling before the court was ready to. And that's why everybody clammed up too, because those justices should have been furious and they should have been knocking over that court looking for that leaker. They knew exactly who the leaker was. And even they didn't touch it. Why? Hmm. Yeah, that's probably why they had to resign. And they, you know, had a little retirement party for them for show. Just so they didn't have to tell us that these people were busted being weasels. Hey, we're running out of time here. Joe, Speaking I want to about running out of time, uh, Joanne, we only have one more show together this this year because I'm taking the week between Christmas and New Year's off. Okay. Thank you for that. So next week is it. All right. Well, I will absolutely be here next week, and we'll have a little Christmas party on here, and we'll have some cheer. How's that sound? Okay. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, on that note, I'm going to say good night to you. Thank you so much, and I shall see you all next week. Right, thank you, Joseph, for being here as well. Yes, thank you, Joe. Yeah. All right, everybody, I'll go ahead and get this uh, off here. So uh, thank you so much for joining us. Please support the other shows on Freedomizer. It's not just a proof negative show here, but until tomorrow, 
Hold on to the handrails. Keep hope alive. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. I am proof negative. I am oot. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.